Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Forever. Dog. Warning. The following podcast involves a horrible football team owner. The episode was recorded weeks ago before the horrible owner reluctantly agreed to change his team's horrible name. But that doesn't make him any less horrible. Besides all that, get ready for an amusing discussion of the Six Flags dancing old man, Mr. Six, on podcast The Ride. Podcast The Ride is coming. I am your host, Scott Gardner. I'm joined by Michael Carlson and also Jason Sheridan. Mr. Six is the topic. He's the old man from Six Flags. The whole ep will be like this for over 90 minutes. Hey, now. Hey, now. Welcome to Podcast The Ride. Um, uh, I I mean, I've I've lost the momentum already, but just, you know, ask for the music if you guys want to make any points, you know, set set to that uh, to that intonation i, I was gonna say uh we like we like to kill time we like we like to kill time that was gonna be my addition we like to podcast we like to podcast we like to podcast, like to podcast. yeah um we can do we can do the whole thing uh, certainly uh I'm, I'm happy to do the entire song um in uh, in homage to for the good boys uh, uh, homage to the venga boys um, which is what this whole episode will be. We're talking Mr. Six. And as I said, uh, in case you didn't know, that is the old man from Six Flags. I think you could just as well call this episode the old man from Six Flags. But ever since I learned that he had a name, it's impossible uh, to not use it. Mr. Six. Mr. Six. Yeah, I don't think I knew he was Mr. Six until recently. That's new information, to, relatively new information to my brain. I think I knew about it, but I forgot about his... Um his friend we'll get to his friend later we don't want to start with his little friend uh yeah that's la- that comes later in that comes lore. much later after after uh, at least one villain if not more villains i'm okay yes i've also stumbled upon the villains and i have some thoughts about the villains the, the, the uh, villains, <laughs> it's crazy whether it's like yeah it's a, th- a world a villain in the world of theme park comings and goings who also happens to be one of the worst men in america <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And maybe more than one. I don't know if we looked at the same thing. I kind of kept going down this particular rabbit hole. It's 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 pretty crazy. And I it's all I don't want to like give away my personal thesis to this episode, but it I I'll just say uh how do I preview it? That um I think it's I think you're in dangerous territory if you oppose Mr. Six. I think the anti Mr. Six side has some very unsavory characters and I'm not sure that that's where I want to be. Yeah, I mean <laughs> I I will go ahead and say I love Mr. Six and I think I'll even go so far as to say I think that he gave us permission to have fun again, to set our clocks, to play time after the combination of uh, 9-11 and the Iraq war. 
<laughs> Jason, would you say that Mr. Six uh, allowed you to be weird? <laughs> yes, Mr. Six uh, allowed me to be weird. Taught you uh, to be weird. For sure. Yeah, yeah taught me to be weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is something you can say were he ever to die, which is obviously a concern because he's very old. Um, and it, it's less of a concern because he's fictional. However, as Mr. Peanut taught us, fictional misters can die. So we got to be afraid of, of anybody. But if, you know, you just have that ready to eulogize him with were he ever, God forbid, to pass away. Right. Um, uh, should we all say, do we, do we like, should we all proclaim... Our feelings like I I'm a little mixed on him, to be fair, to be frank, I, I should say, uh, I let, let I, you be frank. Let me, <laughs> <laughs> let me be frank for once on the show. Uh, I I don't know that I loved Mr. Six when I would see the commercials. I was a little off put by him, to be honest. I'm relieved to hear you say this because this this was my opinion. But uh, but I'll just as a preview, I think my opinion's evolved a little bit i was certainly heading into this thinking is this going to be yet another scenario where i'm against the ropes and i didn't really like the thing Uh, but i'm not even sure i'd say i I am or was vehemently opposed but i think i'd be dishonest if i said that the first time i saw this dancing old man to the venga boys song that i that my response was good yes i like this i i can't i can't say that's honestly what happened in 2004 or so yeah, I don't think it was an active thing. I don't think I threw something at the television when he'd appear. Uh, I just think I was more like, oh, okay. Huh. All right. And, uh, yeah, I, so I, I think I like him more now, but I think at the time I, he was not high on my list. And uh, I discovered real quick, I don't know if anyone else watched this, uh, an interview with the SVP of marketing at Six Flags, Angelina Vera Baracus. And she said, and she has a smile on her face while talking about Mr. Six, because and I'm going to paraphrase here. She said some people really like Mr. Six and some people don't like him as much. And that's both good for us. That's a mark of a character that has people talking. Yeah, it's it's the old no bad press. You know, they're at least they're talking about you. Right. So I think that it sounds like we we all were playing right into the hands of of marketing. Some loved him. Some didn't love him. Which is, I thought it was weird. I I think that was the reaction they probably most people probably had, and they thought most people would have. It's like, oh, this is kind of weird. What's up? But then you, yeah, you are asking questions. You're looking into it more. You know. I think um, I think that I can't deny that I thought it was weird, but I think I I, I think I thought it was weird in kind of like a uh, like an underground comedy movie way, you know, mm-hmm. or like like an all that way. It was like something that would have been on all that. Um, like, is it? I think I was like it's definitely it's definitely odd and kind of grotesque, which is interesting. Grotesque is the word I just had pop into my <laughs> head too. Grotesque is the word. I don't know. Is it just because like the makeup is weird? I'm, you know, after Baby Aladar Gate, I'm, I'm relieved to be on the same page with you again, Mike, to, <laughs> to not be like on, off on an island by myself. Well, this is how I look. I maintain my credibility here that I'm not just trolling you about Baby Aladar, the baby dinosaur from the Disney movie Dinosaur that no one likes is cute. He is cute. Something about that over-explanation made me uh, question it again. Yes. I was just trying to, in case a listener was just uh, tuning in for the first time, I just wanted to make sure they were caught up. 
Let's um, do some cliff notes. I, well, you, you know what I think? Um, yeah, I don't think you are trolling me on that. And we, you know, we did the the girlfriend test. You asked Lindsay if she thought baby Aladar was cute. And she said, yes. Uh, uh, so they're like, people weren't part of the argument taking place, but now I don't know what to think because when that test happened, I asked my wife, Aaron, do you think baby Aladar is cute? She said, absolutely not. So, okay, we're on the same page. I asked her about Mr. Six loves Mr. Six. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I, it's, it's kind of against the, the mold that this, this thing has been. And, you know, and I'll say she's always, she's a big influence on me taste wise. And it, that was one of the first things that made me think, do I need to give Mr. Six a second chance if my uh, if my beloved wife, Aaron, with, with very good taste, um, likes him? I, maybe I got to think about this a little harder. Well, let me ask, let me text Lindsay and see what she thinks about Mr. Six. I did that's not ask good, her before this. That, that's a good question. And, and elsewhere in pursuing opinions, Jason, can I ask you if your opinion ever changed or evolved or have you just been full tilt six stan since 2004? I don't think I stand him that hard uh, in his heyday, but like now I think he's great. Now I think more than ever, especially as like places start to open back up, now more than ever, I think the Six Flags brand, Six Flags brand needs Mr. Six. Well, that's how and they felt um, whenever they brought him back the first time, which was maybe... Um, 2010, I think. Um, okay. Well, <laughs> they brought him back... Kind of to distract from they made it a racism oopsie. Uh, what? Uh, yeah. I didn't see this. Did, did you guys not see this? No. Okay. Well, so we're jumping around into the timeline a bunch. Um, so we'll get to Mr. Six's first retirement. Um, somewhere down the line, they changed the taglines they were going with to more flags, more fun. And um, the person they had saying more flags, more fun was just the disembodied head of a yelling Asian man. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, yeah. yeah, I saw this. Yeah, I've seen, yeah, I do remember those ads. Yeah. And people were not people were like, what are you what's going on, <laughs> guys? What are you doing? What's this? And they're like, oh, uh, Never mind. Uh, who said that? Mr. Six said it. And, it. and then it was like, oh, hey, Mr. Six is back and he's talking now. And then they he's brought him back flags, in, in a very similar way where he's like in a in a little shape. He pops up in, in his, his head was disembodied as well. Yes. Yeah. They they had to use that after effects element. So they put Mr. Six's head in there. Hmm. Hmm. So you're saying that the voice that was used, if, if I kind of recall the ads, maybe the voice was a little questionable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Um, so suddenly somebody who was very divisive, then they do something much more divisive. And now Mr. Six seems like safe ground, like very mm-hmm. safe footing. I've got an update on Lindsay's feelings about Mr. Six. Uh, I said, I said, do you like Mr. Six, the old man, Six Flags mascot? I sent a photo, and she wrote in all caps, no, I hate him. Boy, just flopping with Aaron on this issue. Yeah. I, huh, interesting. I don't think I, I don't think I quite understand. The, I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask Jane and see what she says. Yeah, yeah. If it's a yeah. full reverse... Except it wouldn't be a total reverse because, Jason, you really like Mr. Six and you really like baby Aladar. Yes. And she like she was pro Aladar. She likes so. Aladar. Yes. 
Yeah, so uh, that it's not yeah, it's not a perfect mirror yet. It's not. A, I mean, it can't can't be. I guess. Yeah, this one. You know, be. I think any um, election night of any kind for the rest of time is going to be very stressful and not like kind of a a fun. Uh, TV night of viewing anymore. So I think we need things like this, like our personal electoral map about issues like Mr. Six and baby Aladar. Uh, now we're waiting on the results from the Jane district. Uh, could be any minute now. It could swing this entire thing. Mm-hmm. The world waits. Uh, yeah. I, so I think he's, I bet that he is more disliked than liked. And I don't know if it's strong. I don't know if it's people saying hate, but I would bet people go, mm, I don't know. I don't think so. Not for me. Mm-hmm. That's um, my guess. You think like parents probably don't like him? I'm sure. Well, parents don't like him because he likes to have fun. Mm-hmm. So I think that's another strike against them. Parents want you to study and they want you to do your, do your chores. <laughs> uh, and this guy gets to drive a bus up to your house and tells you to get in. That's one thing about that. it. In his first appearance, he is an old man stranger who pulls a bus up outside your house and says, get in right now. (laughs) We're going to the roller coaster place. And he doesn't, and he doesn't talk right in that first ad. He doesn't talk for a while. He doesn't talk in all of like the first ads. I think until he says more flags, more fun. Um, Right, right. Uh, she says no, and one of the reasons given is because he only has one outfit in his closet. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> that's oddly, there's, oddly specific. Does she? Hate, well, because does, does she hates Steve Jobs. No, can, well, because there's no, there's a commercial. There's like the Mister Six Returns commercial. He gets out of bed at a retirement community, and he opens his closet, and the yes. only thing in there is the single tuxedo with the red bow tie. Is it only one item, or is it 20 of the same item? No, it's just one. It's just one hanging suit. Hmm. So she hates him because he's poor and only can afford No, one I think because that's weird. Well, the other... Can I read this? Can I read what you wrote? <laughs> okay. Uh, the real... The main reason, she says, is she says, uh, no, I... She does not like him because she knows that uh, under the makeup is just a well dancing fuck boy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I can not, see why you asked. Not not the specific guy. Just that I think she knows a lot of that type, <laughs> a I, lot of that sort of um, professional dancer type. Oh, so she sensed like dancer desperation and like the, like yeah. the overdone way a dancer. I, I know what you mean. Like, you know what he, I guess he has, has some of the energy of when, I mean, any, I guess anything else where there's like a fake old man and then, and he's like struggling to walk, but then he busts breakdance moves. Like you can tell even when he's a fake old man, something's up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I get, I get that. And then if you're seeing, I think that is part of the uh, unnerving grotesque thing about it too is that it just visually it doesn't your brain knows something's wrong. Yes, exactly. I think you're one like I know this is not a real old man obviously, uh but what is under it? There's something so strange about that face and mask and I you're you're like is it a is it a woman? Is it a child? I like huh. you I I pretty unclear. I think there was a rumor about it being a celebrity do you guys know who i why, why can't why is it not coming to me hmm i don't think i saw this 
there was some false rumor. I want to say that um, Amy Poehler played him in an SNL sketch at one point yes. in time. In a Donald Trump hosted episode of SNL. No, <laughs> oh, yikes. No. There was an <laughs> apprentice sketch. Oh, no. Um, who did people think? I'll try to figure that out. But right, I, that's, I think that is some of the initial creepiness people had. Like, I, something is under there, but what? Yeah. Is, yeah. Is it like a creature of some kind that's pretending to be a human? Well, you know, I, a bear, <laughs> a dancing bear. I, I watched a mon- like a, a collection of a bunch of the commercials and a lot of them share the themes of that same that first one, you know, where it's like, yeah, he pulls into a boring suburban street and he gets out and he dances and then everyone else starts to dance. But my favorite one was where like they do a scream parody where a woman answers the phone like scared and then the the music starts playing through the phone and then he like burst in through the door <laughs> and then they drive to a dark six flags like it's a it, the whole commercials at night and they get chased by ghouls and goblins but then he dances with the ghouls and goblins and that's fun <laughs> that's that all happens in 30 seconds time yeah here, I, I, I think I have it up. Mr. Six at Fright Fest is fun. I do think that's maybe my favorite of all of these. Oh, now, I'll, I'll go ahead and say this and pass the, the torch to you guys if you want. I, I, I'm a little light in my research of, of specific ads, so so have at it. Uh, if, if you know more about ads, uh, take take lead. Well, the uh, the original ads, there were a few of them, and as we were saying, he doesn't talk. The first one is that he he's like in an assisted living facility, essentially, and he wakes. Jason, am I right about this? That's the first uh, one. That's no, no. The first one is like the minute and thirty second short oh, film oh, with a right, narrator. You're right. You're right. Oh, oh, that's yeah. right. Somebody said, "What do you? Uh, what's the gist of what the narrator says?" It's kind of like a Dr. Seussian. Like, until yeah. one day, a mysterious man arrived. Right. Yes. Yeah. To, to like shake them out of it. And I had forgotten. And like when he gets off that bus in that first commercial, he's like creaking and he's like moving really slow. And and you're like, oh, what is this? And then he breaks out the dancing. That's what I'm saying. That part is weird off the bat. You know, it's not an old man. It's it's similar to stuntman acting when stuntmen have to do things that aren't the stunt. It's very yeah. over, even if it's just like walking across the street or pointing at something and saying, what's that? It's always not good. Mm-hmm. He's doing sort of a Willy Wonka thing too. a fake. It's a fake out also. Yes. Where you think maybe he's in worse shape than he really is. I guess it's also like uh, Johnny Knoxville's bad grandpa. Mm, yes. I think that I think bad grandpa makeup is better but but later too, so maybe it was more more advanced. Technology had come a long way. Yeah, you know what's really uh, crazy in my um, uh, and I'll, I'll we'll move off this as fast as possible. But I I actually watched Norbit for the first time uh, all the way through. Oh wow! And um, have you guys seen Norbit? I have not. Can't say I have. Um, it's uh, one of the things that makes it a rough watch is that Eddie Murphy plays many parts, and among them, he plays an old Chinese man. And oh yeah, that's not good. However, the literal the the literal makeup is unbelievable. It might be the best makeup in the history of film. 
which is, wow. I think, and it was nominated for an Oscar, bizarrely. I mean, all the makeup is great. And it's Rick Baker, who's done the, the Grinch and the thousand things we've talked about. Uh, and it's just unfortunate that it's in this area, which is so not good. I just, if you're, if you're just interested in literal prosthetics, Norbit is, is pretty amazing. Um, but I, you know, let me put as many warnings on top of that as I can. <laughs> You've qualified it, I think, enough. A lot less. Please let me, uh, I, I don't have time in a 90-minute episode to do all the qualifying. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll add it in the show notes, I guess, too. <laughs> Perfect, yes. Um, all right, so the first, those first series of commercials are the It's Playtime commercials, yes? Yes, It's yes. Playtime. He gave us permission to play again. <laughs> And After the, our, our national trauma. I believe the second commercial is what I was referring to, is where he's in the assisted living facility, and he gets, he gets uh, like, uh, awakened by a nurse, and then we see his single suit. Yeah. Is that closet. an It's, it's Playtime one? Yeah, that That's is not still in the It's Playtime commercial. In the, yes. in the play, It's Playtime branding. Okay. I like where he's dancing and then all the people and the Looney Tunes characters run up behind him at the end of those commercials. I like that. Yes. He's dancing with like Tweety Bird and Daffy Duck and then like yeah. children, a bunch of children, a huge group. Um, and he does various things. So it's like, it's sort of unclear. Like he's just a party mascot, but also in one of the commercials, he's cleaning the park. He's yes. like buffing the roller coasters and sweeping up as well. Hmm. So he not only does he dance all day and all night with the Looney Tunes and, and park guests, he's also part of the maintenance staff. Yeah, his role is a little unclear. Um, I guess Ambassador of Fun could cross over to needing to keep the park clean because you're more in the mood to have fun if the place is clean. That's true. I mean, I would all. It would also speak to you know some staffing issues that Six Flag pro, Six Flags probably has across the country. <laughs> I mean, or, or or honestly, the uh, the uh, effort level of the teens that work there. I w- I'd say it's largely due to some of the the villains we'll be talking about later in the in the podcast. Mm, that's I think fair. they might. Yeah, the yeah. shirt the shirt staffed uh, nature of things. Um, can we talk about what he's he's wearing? I don't think the um, the audience. I think I think if you're listening this far, you know what he looks like. But just just to uh, just to say we did. Um, he is in a full tuxedo where the jacket kind of hangs a little loose, such that you can see his suspenders. And there's always a bright red bow tie, mm-hmm. and uh, and big. Big, big, thick-rimmed glasses. Uh, like a very... I'm trying to think of... A, is there another character who wears glasses like these? I'm thinking of Dan Aykroyd in Behind the Candelabra as uh, Liberace's manager, but I'm sure there's a more uh, famous example. Mine is not a famous example, It's, but it's definitely what I think uh, Shelley Berman's character uh, is Larry David's father on Curb Your Enthusiasm wears. Yes, yes. Very yeah. good. Uh, I want to see... I want to say that I've seen... Uh, Carl Reiner wear glasses like this for a, a role, but the role is not coming to me. Is it in one of the um, Ocean's Eleven movies? Oh, that's 11? exactly what I just Googled, and yet I couldn't find it. Yeah. Is someone else in Ocean's Eleven in glasses? Elliot Gould? Oh, yes. Elliot, Elliot Gould. Gould is wearing those big that's glasses. Elliot Gould has Wait, the big glasses. There we um, go. We got there. Thank you. You know what? A big one is uh, these Coke bottle glasses. Junior Soprano. Oh, yeah, yeah, Uncle yeah, Junior. Yeah. Yeah. He looks the most like Uncle Junior. Yes, yeah. 
Is that well, does this timeline add up that he was modeled after him? Because now that you you said that, he looks exactly like him. I I don't think they. Oh, they, they did do the joke where Uncle Junior is watching HBO and Curb is on, and he's like, "What am I? That's what." And it, he mm-hmm. has like, but I uh, yeah, I'm surprised they never did. Yeah, the timeline does line up. But yeah, I so, think it's I think this is possible. You're right that 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 Mr. Six is based on this guy. Yeah. Really. This helps yeah. explain why in an article that I have up, um, it says that a New York City radio host wondered if Mr. Six was actually Junior Soprano out on a bender. Yeah. <laughs> Damning words. <laughs> Sick burn. Wow. It so, is yeah. surprising there is not an episode of The Sopranos where AJ fucks up in some way and like Uncle Junior is the one who has to go to Six Flags and get him out of Six Flags jail. Like by, by posing seems, as Mr. Six, I or I mean that'd be amazing. But just like, well, Six Flags is right there. It wouldn't be that far for them. It's amazing they didn't go there. They didn't go to enough theme parks on the. Sopranos. No, they didn't. There should have been like a Dis- a Disneyland episode every season. Oh man, Disney World, like the ABC shows. <laughs> there should have been a Disney World Sopranos every season. Wow, this animal kingdom has so much to do. A real safari. <laughs> I Carmela Soprano would be one to only stay at the Grand Floridian and talk endlessly about how nice it is. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, so it, things are boring in this neighborhood, and then an old man shows up in a bus and blasts some party music, and that changes everything. Why does that make you want to go to a, a theme park? Yeah, well, the idea of partying is funny to associate even with a theme park in my mind. Like, we like to party. I don't think of we're going to go on some rides. To me. Yes, and any any theme park commercial, Disney included, that you see where a bunch of people are partying in the streets, this is rarely the feel. Rarely does it feel like just an organic dance party has broken out. Right. That doesn't. That is not what I would describe. Most people's theme park experiences. It's hot. There's a lot of lines, and their kids are screaming. It's mm-hmm. not. We're gonna go dance with an old man. Or you watch other people dance, and maybe you get to participate a little, but really, right. they're more having the fun. Uh, I don't know if I'm getting ahead of myself, but they did, of course, bring him into the parks to have like a dance party with guests. I don't know. I assume you guys saw that. 
Yeah, I had to dig on the internet archive because the the article linked on Wikipedia was gone, but it was preserved on the internet archive. You're talking about the Mr. Six lookalike contest? No, I'm talking about an actual in-park Mr. Six character that would organize like a dance party with sort of a hype man, like teen that was around him that worked at Six Flags. Yeah, they stuck him in all the parks. Mm. Yeah, because he was so popular so quickly. Yeah. Well, uh, this was a little later, too. So I'm saying, like, they did try to get an actual, like, quote-unquote party going in the park. But in general, if someone was like, hey, you want to go want to go to a party? I would have been like, okay. And I, I would have pictured, like, you know, a party hat, but not, like, going to the... <laughs> <laughs> I like that you picture a party hat. <laughs> well, that's sort of the representation in my mind of what a party is, is that fun little hat with the point at the top. Mm-hmm. Uh I was I was just trying to sum it up. Of course, it's pretty uh, not, silly to be wearing a hat like that. So yes. you know, yeah, fun. You're in a heightened fun atmosphere for sure. Yeah, if you're wearing a silly hat, you're gonna have fun. You're gonna have a party. Um, but yes, I wouldn't associate that with like the cult, like the I guess it would be hot black top at a Six Flags, the poorly maintained <laughs> buildings, <laughs> <laughs> the rides that are fun yet scary. <laughs> and the teens that work there that are apathetic and checked out. Well, I, because I uh, the article that I have in front of me, and I, I'm not saying I agree with this, but it maybe represents how I felt the first time I saw Mr. Six. This is uh, this, by the way, is uh, this is from 2009, and this is Time Magazine interviewing a critic for Ad Week. Time Magazine took some time to discuss Mr. Six for a little while. Um, this is where this is, the news is very different in 2009. Um, so just, just as a, a full hater, this is a Barbara Lippert from Adweek. It's a pretty miserable piece of advertising. It's as dumb as can be and talks down to us. He's like an Elmer Fudd who never made it out into the country. Not sure what that. That's not what? Good writing. Yeah, what I don't mean? know how this person is a Screw professional. Screw you, critic. lady. You work in advertising. You scumbag. <laughs> Who are you to judge? <laughs> I com- I'm, I'm completely on board with you there. Uh, uh, just to continue. Um, and how does how exactly does a creepy old man in a bow tie appeal to the kids that drive Six Flags business? I don't think many eleven year olds relate to George Burns types. <laughs> Okay, well, that's pretty funny. <laughs> I, yeah, I do like that. Uh, um, I, uh, so what's our response to that? What is I because she's not I hated that Elmer Fudd joke, but there's yeah. Why? Why is this? So what does the old man have to do with it? Um, it's I think it's a hard question to, to defend. Yeah, I, 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 the only thing is, I feel like maybe it was in vogue at the time in advertising to like put something divisive up that really w- doesn't seem to make any sense and would just like be burned in people's brain. Cause this man's face, this, this haunting face was burned in my brain of like, uh, okay. But I didn't associate it with the brand in a good way. So I think she's got a point here. It wasn't doing anything that really made me go, Oh, I, I would love to go have fun with that old man. Well, I will say that uh, I think it is a timeless teen thing to like things that are funny because they're random. Yeah. Yes. So in that respect, that I get that. This is very much like a teen, like, hey, everyone, it's an old man in a tuxedo dancing to uh, the Venga Bus song, which is called 
we like to party, right? Yeah, so it's officially yeah. called We Like to Party. I always just called it the called it Venga Bus or the Venga Bus song. Well, they're the Venga Boys. They are the Venga Boys, and they credit them. So they sell themselves as Europe's number one party act on Twitter. Right, and they're and they, if, re, they make reference to the Venga Bus in the song. Yes, which uh, I assume ju- is like their Batmobile or their Turtle Party Wagon. Just the other day, they let us all know that the uh, the party album, their big hit album, was now available for downloading and streaming. Mm. Kind of a late late to the game on that, Venga Boys. But now, <laughs> just now, that's, that's what it read like. I didn't I didn't dig super far into it, but it did seem like it was a uh, now. Maybe it's a remastered version of the album. It could be remastered. I mean, they still tour. You know, it was I think the, all, the, all the sessions. It was like a, uh, it was like Pet Sounds or Blood on the Tracks or something. We want to hear every, <laughs> every, eight, every guitarist <laughs> session on it. Eight disc set, mm-hmm. uh, the demos, the different versions. Uh, we there was like a version called like We Really Like to Party. <laughs> I think that. it's too much. I think it is. It is sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> One extra word. Too much. Uh, too many words. You know, Dansky is in there laying down a groove, and then Del Mundo comes in like, no, no, Dansky, no, no one would ever groove to this. <laughs> there should be a love and mercy about the Venga Boys. <laughs> yeah, and well, and there's there's like four or five members. They seem to come and go, so you need young and old versions of all of them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, we'll get, and we'll get Brian May on board. Because he produced uh, the Queen movie, <laughs> I wanted some of that magic to be on this in this movie too. Um, I I think they might have some trouble making the film because of, uh, accurate information at, of about the Venga Boys is um, kind of at a premium. Uh, I say this because I I was on the Venga Boys Wikipedia, uh, which said citation needed forty two times. <laughs> <laughs> It was like weeds all over the article, which was not that long. <laughs> hmm. Who there's got to be? I wonder who the number one Vanga Boys fan is in the world that could maybe answer all these questions. There's got to be somebody. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, he's probably like he's probably in like a big old Mister Seuss hat, like Mister Seuss, big old like oh. Cat in the Hat hat. Uh, you know, like the like the way we pictured ravers in two thousand two. Oh yeah, yeah, what? yeah. They very much look like that. I mean, they're still rocking that. All the picture, like their profile picture and like banner picture on Twitter, they look, they look what you want someone selling themselves as Europe's number one party act to look like. You know? <laughs> yeah, the one that I'm looking at, um, there's an aggressive amount of makeup on members, male and female. Um, there's like a, there's a huge foam pink cowboy hat with multiple sheriff's badges Mm -hmm. the other ones in like a dance version of a he's a marine um marine national on his on his like donald duck like navy hat yes yeah even though it's then it's he's got his tassels but then it's sleeveless to show his rocket ship tattoo uh, I've never found like LMFAO shoulder. so tasteful. <laughs> he's wearing like football shoulder pads too. <laughs> he's got like a whole yeah. There's a lot going on on these in these outfits. But leather, then leather and tassels. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, this there's, is there is a very upsetting photo. The, the I'm uh, I'm worried if I don't stop looking at this Venga Boys photo, I might never stop. <laughs> there's a lot. Yeah, there's some uh, there's some pictures of them in like kind of all silver outfits too that I like, and they kind of keep some of the same aesthetics. Like they still have uh, the cowboy hat. It's just a smaller silver cowboy hat. And then he still kind of has that like navy hat, but it's a silver hat, and he's got a like an anchor around his neck, and he's now he's got a cape. So I think they all keep sort of the same aesthetic with different outfits. Mm. Okay, so they have their theme that they stick to, but it kind of changes through styles. Right, that's my assumption about the Venga Boys. A modern day village people. What would the representation of um, you know law enforcement professions and um, and the military and also not all boys yes no not all boys half not boys so it should be vanga people that's my pitch for them um can i ask while you're uh if you it seems like you already have vanga boys in a google image search can you just add to that um uh, you already got vanga boys so just put in chica um Spelled uh, like cheetah, but with a K. So C H E E K A H. And now you will meet else. someone I met in the Wik- in their Wikipedia. Uh, the fourth, uh, me- not the fourth. It was for their fourth single. They added a virtual member, the computer animated Chica. Chica. Oh, like gorillas. <laughs> yeah, they're doing a like gorillas a, thing. Yeah, the I way cooler. Say, I say this. I like Chica. Yeah, I like Chica. I think I like Chica. Um, he, I listen to the song. He like raps in kind of like a computer. Uh, move your hands, stomp your feet. He's like a uh, you know the Stephen Hawking digital readout voice. He's, he's like that robot on the McGruff song. Uh, oh yes, I'm, I'm glad <laughs> I'm me. <laughs> you have to be safe. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a lot going for yourself now. <laughs> You've got to keep your body strong, your mind sharp. I think it's funny that Chica is considered a, a full member, although separate from the band, because I'm seeing a, a, a cover that says Venga Boys featuring Chica. Huh. Chica's like Neil Young is to Crosby, Stills, Nash. Oh, uh, yes. Young yeah. A member, but outside. Chica does his own thing, too. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder, does Chica appear in any newer things or is Chica sort of specifically just for this one song? Yeah, and have they spun longer? out Chica into anything else? Huh. I'm not sure. Chica might be another IP we try to acquire at a certain point. Yeah, Which, we like, we're gonna, we're gonna buy Chica. Yeah. I think we could buy Chica is what I'm yeah, getting at. And we could make our own Chica TV series. <laughs> you know him from the Venga Boys, and now he's free. <laughs> uh okay, wait a minute. Hold on a second. I've I've stumbled on something that maybe is a reason we shouldn't buy Chica. Oh, no. (laughs) No. All right. Urban Dictionary's definition of what Chica is. The sound of a wingman, wingwoman keeping the driver awake by hand job. What? Uh, I think I understand. Uh, Okay, here, they have a little example from some dialogue they've written here. Uh, Sam says, Benji, come with me to keep me awake. Benji, how am I going to keep you awake? Adrian, Chica, chica, cheek. <laughs> and then what? a new, uh, then a fourth character, big boy, dies from laughter. Yes. 
I don't understand. I don't know what don't, the Chica Chica means. And does that I don't know. Sa- that would only be um, that would only be the sound if you were giving a hand job to like a loose doorknob. <laughs> That's not an automatopoeia. I know. No, I don't think a, a penis makes a sound Chica Chica Cheek. Huh. I don't. That is not the first thing I think of when I hear Chica. I think of the, you know what I, the first thing I think of is the uh, Ferris Bueller song, Chica Chica. That's oh. what I think of. Hmm. I don't think of giving a bus driver a hand job. I, I, I think that Yellow's Oh Yeah and Venga Boy's Venga Bus is Coming are, are terrible songs to have any kind of sex to. <laughs> well, that's fair. I mean, I think that's right. I wasn't even thinking about that at all. Do you think anyone's ever like, well, you ready? Do you want to? Yeah. Why don't we? Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, the the Funga Boys video with Chica is very, like, sexy. Like, there's a lot of people grinding on each other in a CGI nightclub. What is Chica do? Is Chica getting involved? Yeah, he's in the mix. Chica's grinding on people? <laughs> Yes, and the Venga boys like all dot like they all like jack in on computers like not, jack you know, in <laughs> jack like, in like, Jason like like in a Matrix way like they all set up at like stations. This Ch- video is great. This Chica- is the future we were promised. <laughs> yeah, one of them is a leather cowboy grooving out while watching. Uh, Chica run through a virtual hallway that says with different doors that say gallery news download (laughs) Uh, Chica we should describe as like a little like television in his stomach he's like a green he's like an aqua color and he has a television in his stomach and he I I don't know he looks like he also kind of looks like a reboot Type yeah, character. very reboot. He's their avatar. the The Venga boys are are dialing into the internet, and Chica is. They're living vicariously through his nightclub experience. Oh yeah, this is this video is really like this is like if reboot <laughs> if reboot went to like some dirty rave. <laughs> reboot triple X. <laughs> reboot triple X. This is yeah. This is scandalous. Jason, are you okay? Are you getting? <laughs> I'm a little uh, uh, verklempt, and and I uh, yeah. I mean, I I can see why re, uh, Chica never met Mister Six. Like pulling, this is too body for Mister Six. Oh my gosh! This is now he's like doing like leisure suit Larry types. He's like a shorter guy, and he's like walking up to women, and he's like giving them the eyes. I got to turn this off. This is too much for well, my sensibility. I'll spoil. I'll spoil something for. At some point, he pulls out a hose and sprays everyone down. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, we should. Chica is not going to be purchased by the podcast The Ride LLC. I will say yeah, that we did the bodiness check, and yeah, too much too, overload. Too much baggage, I think. Marvel, Mc- unless with, if there's a video of Marvel McFay grinding on CGI women, then he's out too. But as far as we know, there's no video like that. <laughs> the it video is- ends with the Venga boys. They all stand up and like doff their caps to the camera and wave goodbye. And then Chico waves goodbye and they turn their computers and the lights off. <laughs> like they, they had to include that. Yeah, wow. It's 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 full of shot close-ups of digital butts and upskirts. It's a very sexy music video. Yeah, wow. 
with very limited but with characters it's the kind of cgi where you say like these characters would are probably like one foot tall right there's no way (laughs) they're tiny they live in a computer (laughs) yeah they're they're tiny for sure yes it's it's if you wish you were watching the cgi 90s show reboot and wishing there was just a lot more butts (laughs) a lot more butt on it which i you know a number of people were wishing yeah, that's true. I'm sure there's a lot of people going, oh, that's my dream. I'm surprised I didn't hear about this sooner, this I video. Mean, as always, do the DeviantArt check. Um, uh, 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 you know what? I will do the check. <laughs> <laughs> um, so well, There's a comment that says, that awkward moment when the Venga Boys predicted second life. Hmm. Not that's quite. kind of accurate. <laughs> Why wasn't uh, Chica in Ready Player One? Oh, that would have been a perfect rep. And oh, yeah, man. he's in there. He's in the digital world. Yeah. Yeah, they would have met him at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for, I mean, probably in the sequel that just isn't probably not going to get made because it didn't make enough money. Hmm. I am not seeing a ton of reboot. <laughs> uh, reboot might actually not uh, be popular at all. <laughs> There's not any uh, Mr. Six, like... Uh, oh, that's a good question. Gross well, stuff, is there? <laughs> There's a... Th- term for this is it rule it's rule i forget what number rule, rule 34 oh you could you could search with r34 yeah. is it wait is that the right number yeah okay i i think that's it rule 34 wait i don't think it is 34 32 72 i actually don't <laughs> I even believe. know what the number I'm, uh, I'm, I'll search all the numbers all the numbers <laughs> okay I'm, yes i'm doing the 20s. dictionary it is yeah. rule th- rule 34 means if it exists there's porn of it Okay. I see. Okay. 34. 34. I'm I'm looking at this now. So I should just look up Mr. Six Rule 34? <laughs> oh, uh, my that God. should give there's, you oh, something. Oh, there's some dirty cartoons. <laughs> oh, my God. There's nothing to do with Mr. Six, but, oh, it's really... Oh, I don't even want to... Dis- I can't describe... Oh, it's horrible. Are you making Why? this up, though? <laughs> no. Uh, this is, no, this is just general... I'll DVD show you what shit. I'm... If you really want to see what I'm looking at, it's disturbing. Hmm. But it's not about Mr. Six, so we don't have to pay attention to it. I don't think it has anything to do with Mr. Six. No, it's all just like Tumblr crap. Hmm. Oof. That's a haunting image, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I mean, you, um, can look, look, you can look Mr. Six Rule 34 and do an Im- image search and be horrified <laughs> like me. But please, if you are under a certain age, do not do that. If you want to have a more pleasant Rule 34 experience, I just want to, as it's coming up, I'm so proud of how much Moonbeam City Rule 34 there is in its brief time. Oh, my God, so much. Uh, I'm so so happy. A lot of it is very good. Like, they could have been artists on the show. Uh, Great work, everyone. Uh, (laughs) There's one of the character that I voiced, the news anchor, Genesis Jones, and he has a translucent news desk. And if you look through it, he's got a big erect penis sticking out. Oh, my God. Visible under the desk, which I keep talking about putting on my wall and framing, which I always wanted to do and now probably should not do that now that I have a child. Yeah, you should probably not do that. But maybe if you <laughs> in an like office or something. office. Yeah, for sure. When you would take a meeting, have that up. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And if I feel like that's going to be dicey or make anyone uncomfortable, I could have like a little flag that flips up and uh, covers it. Um, you know, just like I could I, I'll get up to a light switch. I'll talk to somebody to do the wiring uh, so we can <laughs> switch the, the, the penis flag on. Got to make sure they, uh, that it's good. Because like if you're in there with like uh, Jeffrey Katzenberg or something and like it malfunctions. He's coming to my real- office. 
Well, yeah, I assume. Whoa, I assume what is this topsy turvy world? It's like the whole world got flipped the uh, horizontal and vertical really fast. It's called a power play. It's called a power play, Scott. Well, well, look s- who has the power now, Mr. Katzenberg. He's like, I've been hearing about what you've been saying about Quibi, and you're absolutely right. And I'm here to humble myself and say, what would you do to fix it? You're in charge of Quibi now. Yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> makes sense. That should that should be me and Quibi. Like I'm the guy. I'm the the guy who mouthed off in the meetings, but then they like that, and because it shows that I have balls and I'm willing That's to right. say what's on my mind. Um, and I guess my idea for how to fix Quibi would be to bring back my own show, Moonbeam City, but have it be full of full frontal nudity. Well, <laughs> which is, of course, what you were. That was the thing you tried to do from the start. But That's what I always, always said no. tension with Comedy Central. Yes. Uh, um, yeah. Erect penis as often as possible. Yeah, um, they had a problem with that. Oh, boy. Yes. I should have known. Um, anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah. A future Quibi in their desperation <laughs> will be full of Genesis Jones dicks. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Let's, let's, let's veer out of here. Let's uh, let's unplug from the Matrix like <laughs> the Venga Boys. Yeah. Um, yeah. What can we get to? I, well, here, let's stay on the Venga Boys topic. And I will I will say this. I think a lot of the reason that I didn't respond to this stuff for a long time is I think that song is dog shit. <laughs> it is not <laughs> one. Uh, I put it in the same category, sort of like the, like the novelty songs around this time. And I know Barbie Girl is years earlier, but I think Barbie Girl is like a way better song. I absolutely agree, and I'm still no fan of Barbie Girl, but there's like a there's there's a hook. I think the musicians are more talented than the singers. Like I have a saw. I guess I have a soft spot for Barbie Girl, but yeah, the Vanga Boys. We like to party. Was never. It's sort of a drone. Yeah, kind of just kind of goes on. It's not so like they. Yeah, it's not. There's not even like yeah, like as you're saying, a hook for like a kind of a gimmick novelty song. Um, yeah, I'm blue. I'm blue by Aqua. Who did blue? I, I, I think Eiffel it was sixty five. No, no, no. Eiffel sixty five. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Six, yeah. My <laughs> friends I and I, I was just. I was just going to mention I'm blue. My friends and I hated that song because we worked at a theater camp on a college campus, and they had TVs just in like the one like common area, and it would just play music videos on a loop, and it would play like I'm blue like every hour. Like just we would just go insane. Like they were God. playing it so much. Any it, song like this, I don't quite understand how people listen to it at all. I find them so annoying. Like such, it's the definition of earworm, but in a in a bad way, where the worm like chews through your entire brain. <laughs> yeah, I, I I'm tr- I do think we like to party. I'm really trying to search. I think blue was annoying to me, but once in a while you'd listen to it and go, okay, all right. There's some, but I don't think there was ever a time with we like to party where I guys, was like, guys, okay. wait, I'm sorry. The Eiffel 65 also has a digital member. What? <laughs> <laughs> he's, I don't know his name, but he's in all look at do a Google image. Of, oh my gosh. <laughs> so we have to do it. I guess an episode oh. about digital members of bands that are otherwise human. Oh wow, Eiffel sixty five. So is it? Should I this look guy up a thing? I hate this guy. Hold on, let me see. Oh wait a minute. Oof. Ugh. Is he the guy with like a like an ammo belt around his chest or the ammo? He's in like a. What I'm looking at, he's in like a uh, like a black leather skirt. Oh, I boots. see him now. 
Whoa. He's like a really lo-fi mega mind. <laughs> he is like a Euro tr- like a Euro dirty clubber mega mind. <laughs> <laughs> I I hate things like that, and I hate that for the fucking fraud, the the frog that seemed to rule Europe for a whole decade. <laughs> crazy frog. Who's crazy frog? Mike. The, <laughs> <laughs> response. Crazy. The. <laughs> oh, what? what are you talking about? I'm, yeah. When I think of crazy frog, I think he's of Axel F. The like. The techno well, version of the Beverly Hills Cop theme. Wait, Jason, you're thinking of the hamster dance, aren't you? <laughs> Am I? Is that the hamster dance? Crazy Frog had a whole album. He had a bunch of songs. Oh, man. What, why don't I know Crazy Frog? Oh, there. Wait, this is Crazy Frog? Huh. I guess I really don't know Crazy Frog. He well, looks yeah, familiar. I'm- he looks I'm, like uh, like an extreme video. He looks like Gex or Crash Bandicoot or something. I think he was way bigger in Europe, and I but I studied abroad and in right in the middle in 2005, and I just remember seeing Crazy Frog everywhere, hearing that song everywhere. Uh, probably people playing Crazy Frog's album, Crazy Hits. Yeah, <laughs> Crazy Frog charted. Wait, he covered We Like to Party, the Venga Boys. Crazy Frog? What's new? What does he have to bring to it? How is Crazy Frog going to do anything different that the Venga Boys hadn't already done? Oh my God, you're right. Here it is. Crazy Frog, We Like to Party. So he did the theme of Dallas? (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand. This is a confusing discography, Crazy Frog. Is Crazy Frog before the Gorillas? Uh, no, I the Gorillaz remember. album came out in 2001, I want to say. So did 2000, so, 2001? So is who's the who's the so in Europe obviously it was a big thing to have a CGI character. Who started it? Do we know? Um, uh, it might have been started by the Gorillas. So did Damon Albarn is he the innovator here? Well, but I feel, think about this, Eiffel 65 blue predated even oh, that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that was it when I was in high school, and I don't know where you include uh, Paul Abdul's friend MC Scat Cat in any of this, but mm. you know it probably has to factor into the family tree somewhere. Yes, I think that's oh. right. Well, this is a whole this is a whole day. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> we whole can't day now. We can't get lost. Oh my god, there, of recording. There's multiple. There's multiple blue CGI characters in the video for Eiffel 65's Blue Daba D. Oh no, multiple. Yeah, there's two in there, and there's like a CGI spaceship. And this also predates Avatar. Oh, wow. Not only all of this, including the gorillas, is stolen from Eiffel 65, as is the Avatar franchise. <laughs> Eiffel 65 was ripped off left and right. Jo- we, need, we need to get like this situation like righted. This is this is bullshit. You know, there's that thing like, well, the Velvet Underground inspired everything that came after. But this is this is like if the Velvet Underground also inspired Jaws. <laughs> Just Eiffel 60, without Eiffel sixty five, we don't have Father of the Pride. We don't have Game Over. You know, we don't have all of these wonderful <laughs> cultural artifacts. Wow, man, we need to look, we need to look into Eiffel sixty five. All right, we'll go. We'll go further oh, into them and I their company, I, the Bliss Corporation. <laughs> I <laughs> I hate I hate threatening to move us away and then move us right back in. But I think I discovered the name of the character. Oh, yeah, no, no, please, no, that is relevant. Uh, 
Zorotl. <laughs> Z-O-R-O-T-L. Is oh, yes, character? I see it. Oh, it's it's spelled like, uh, you know, very like like Spanish so with the T and the L next to each other. Zorotl. Um, where you're Zorotl. confused about how to pronounce it. Yeah. It's a character created by the Bliss Corporation and featured in the videos of Blue Dabadi, Move Your Body, and Lucky in My Life. Wait, but are you, he has a he has a more full name, Zorado Kuyo Kao Sushik the <laughs> Fourth. <laughs> yes, that's true. He was supposed to be a malicious character, but since he was designed with a funny round body, the authors of the Blue Daba D video decided to portray him in a tender. Uh, t- I guess portray it as a tender, changing <laughs> the script tender. and giving it a happy ending. Yeah, that's not a. Now, wait a minute here. Okay. I thought April 65 had been ripped off, but look, they did the ripping off. Think about this, a malicious character, but he's got a funny round body. So they made him a friend instead. This is Grimace. They stole it all from Grimace. Grimace in the McDonald land gang was stolen from Sid and Marty Croft. Right. So that, so actually this trail of ripoffs, wait, where does it end? We're saying that the Damon Albarn and the gorillas ripped off Sid and Marty Croft. Yes, that's basically it. We saw the line. as, as did James Cameron. Yes, and I think Eiffel sixty five. Well, I think Sid and Marty Croft have a lawsuit on their hands with everyone in the entertainment industry. <laughs> yeah, McDonald's. First off, they got to solve that one. Finally, they got to make that right, and then James Cameron. Yeah. Uh, All right, now I'm exhausted. Oof, so, I know I am too. Um, Jason, you you seem to have a plan. I'll let I'll let you run with it. Uh, should we talk about, I mean, Mike, as you started to say, uh, Mr. Six was brought into the parks to dance with the people. There were local Mr. Sixes, you know, uh, and like any good theme park IP, that marketing woman you referenced did talk about, especially when they were talking about bringing him back. They're like, well, he is RIP. We created him. He's like the only original character we have. Uh, so there's merchandise of Mr. Six. Did you guys come across this stuff? <laughs> no, no. Show I, us. I think I missed it. Oh, you didn't see any of the Mr. Six merchandise? I think Here, I missed I just, it, yeah. There's a lot on eBay. Um, I just texted the t-shirt. Uh, this is like a design that's on a bunch of t-shirts, and then they just change at the very bottom in real small print. This one says Six Flags Great America. Um, I saw oh. Astro World ones. Two. These are very reasonably priced too. This is like how very much would, reasonably priced. This yeah, is like twenty I'm bucks a, for a new shirt. I might, I might get that because that's my size. Uh, but then I found the same design, but it takes up the whole shirt, and it's a little more upsetting. <laughs> like this should not be this big on a shirt. And this is uh, while you send it. This is Mister Six. Um, yeah. He's kind of doing like jazz hands in the center of a roller coaster. That's the design we're looking at. Yeah. So as you can see, that's a small, like, chest-sized one. And then this this other, this blue one I just sent is, like, very large. It is, but it's not as bad. I thought you were I thought you were heading for that. It was just his big face was the entirety of the Oh, no. The shirt oh, front. I wish. They also had very dignified-looking shot glasses uh, that kind of had a more of a, an adult Mr. Six, kind of the silhouette Mr. Six. <laughs> this is his uh, his um, brown derby <laughs> caricature. Yeah, his brown derby caricature. <laughs> uh, you know, you got bobbleheads, of course, but then the best, you got the Mr. Six teddy bears. Oh, <laughs> dreading this. <laughs> no, they're cute. 
I'm seeing. Oh uh, yeah, they're cute. All right, fine. They're cute. <laughs> yeah, they are B- cute. Big old. He's and by yeah, he's uh, they're in suits and big shiny shoes that say Six Flags, and it's playtime at the bottom, and then big big thick glasses. Yeah. Wow. That are leather, um, and the leather kind of makes them look like um, you know like uh, uh, BDSM masks, but. I won't hold that against the bears. Yeah, we can't go into that right now. We went too far. I it's think it's already been this a, episode. Yeah, the, the, the does the B in BDSM stand for body? <laughs> it must. I won't look into it further, but it must. It stands for boys, comma venga. <laughs> I'm seeing there's a. I'm seeing T Public has sort of like bootleg merch, uh, and one thing says hashtag Save Mister Six. Mm, but he doesn't need saving now. Yeah, I guess. I don't know if they went. Like, this should be like bring him back, maybe. But there's some sort of a save Mister Six movement. Hmm. It's on coffee cups. There's a bumper sticker. Um, but he's. He, I mean, he's. They use him still. Currently, correct. I don't. I don't know, know if the at last the time, moment. I don't think they're doing it right now. I don't remember the last time they they've used him. I think, well, I watched, uh, there was a 2017, like, new at Six Flags video. Did you guys see this with an executive? No. And he's a bald man, and he said, and just, he, he basically said, and no, I'm not Lex Luthor, and then it cuts to a Lex Luthor shot from the Justice League ride, and he went, and I'm not Mr. Six, and it cuts to Mr. Six, and he goes, so don't ask me to dance. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I like that. Um, I mean, well, you know how he factors into the parks is there are a couple attractions based on him. Um, there is a he is um, a sort of the figurehead of a, a kids play area at Hurricane Harbor uh, here in California. And I think another one is well, another water park as well um, called Mr. Six's Splash Island. And okay. <laughs> it's one of those areas where, you know, it's like a little like fortress with a big bucket that fills up slowly and dumps uh, every half hour or so. It's one of those. And he there's a big like plastic Mr. Six and he's uh, he's surfing. He's riding riding a big plastic wave, even though he's still in the full tuxedo. Classic mm-hmm. Mr. Six doesn't even take the clothes off to surf. That's fun. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. And then he... Uh, there was a ride, um, called Mr. Six's Pandemonium that at some point in time when they kind of turned against Mr. Six, it got renamed Tony Hawk's Big Spin. (laughs) (laughs) The same ride was somehow both Mr. Six and Tony Hawk, which I, I don't like to make this accusation, but I think on Tony Hawk's part, this is a bit of stolen valor. (laughs) Yeah, he shouldn't have accepted knowing he was stealing this from Mr. Six. Yeah, I don't know. There's a good there's a chance he wasn't aware, but I'd say there's uh yeah, probably like a uh, 99.9% <laughs> chance he wasn't aware. <laughs> but even if, if there's that one chance and he did it knowingly to fuck Mr. Six, shame on you, Tony Hawk. Yeah, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is interesting because it de- definitely felt like they were flirting here and there with really going all in on Mr. Six. Like, yeah, it felt like they were like, it was like a lot of start and stop. 
And then they would like because he went away for a little while, and then he came, when he came back into the park and when he talked, that as we were saying was like kind of a maybe a fix, like a, a like a quick fix version. But then they were like, all right, we're back, we're all in on him. Obviously, they named some rides after him, and then they stopped it again. It feels like they needed to commit, and they didn't. They they did, and for a brief time, he had a buddy named Little Six, <laughs> no. which was a, a child. Who looked like Mr. Dressed like Mr. Six. And I, he's introduced by Mr. Six walking along. And then he looks to the side of the screen and he goes, Little Six. <laughs> and then Little Six is there dancing. Yes. Little Six. Which. Yes, Scott? I think I don't. I'm going to say I don't like Little Six. I'm mm. not the biggest fan of Little Six. Now, I'll tell you what I'm okay with. At some point, you know, the one thing about Six Flags, they, they're very much a come on down. Like they do contests and stuff like a radio show. Like, come on down and sleep in the coffin. Stay in the coffin all weekend. <laughs> they did a Mr. Six contest of like look like dancing and lookalikes. And a child won uh, $2,500. In cool. this contest, that's great. And like the, the young person you. won. I think he shaved his head for this. Is what I saw. So he looks pretty good. Yeah, his head looks good. Uh, you can see a big group. They flew people in, and some of these ball caps look like shit. Some of these costumes are are wrecked. They're they're not great. But uh, Jordan, the winner, Jordan Pope, thirteen of Prophetstown, Illinois, won this contest. And Jim Crowley, the marketing director of Six Flags Great America, said Jordan truly embodies the spirit of Six Flags. He had Mr. Six's unique dance moves down to a science. The crowd went wild when he took the stage. <laughs> well, Wonderful. I'm glad that he was rewarded more than the person who won the coffin challenge that was at the Six Flags <laughs> Fright Fest last year when if in case you don't know what I'm talking about, we did there's a Patreon episode that Anthony Geo and I went to Fright Fest at Six Flags where people would have to lie in a coffin on the grounds of Six Flags for like 72 straight hours. And their a reward for that was a season pass to Six Flags and like $500. <laughs> I think it was $600. Was $600? Okay. They always give out these weird amounts. Um, they, I guess, were very happy with the response of Mr. Uh, of Mr. Six. They said further, uh, the buzz has far exceeded our original hopes for the campaign. We had no idea that America would embrace Mr. Six with this level of enthusiasm. The overwhelming response to his first appearance at our park in Gurney, Illinois, is a great example of this phenomenon. <laughs> They're so sure. They're so confident. Where Where's yeah. the proof? <laughs> I guess this event... They 200 individuals dressed like Mr. Six trying to do his dance moves. It's I mean, a really that- good video. I'll say that. If you look up there, you can watch a video that Mr. Six look like concert. And then they have a parade, a parade oh, that's yeah. entirely Mr. Six's. <laughs> um, one of them's riding a big Marvin the Martian cannon. It's a lot of fun. Oh, great. What, I love what, it. Did people come out, though, for their love of the character or do they just want that money? I would think <sighs> it might be the money. Some of them, I'm sure. Some of them, I'm sure they just like Mr. Six. It's not always <laughs> about the money. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Maybe I've grown cynical in my old age to think that people <laughs> didn't want to come out just to celebrate their love of this character. 
I hope that that child did the right thing and put the money straight into a college fund and thought about his future. Right. Because, uh, I mean, he... I hope he was thinking like he would save so he would have that money when he was Mr. Six's actual age. Yes, that's what he should be that reminder for all of us. And do we know? I know Mr. Six's actual age as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, because it was told to me in that video I referenced earlier by the person, the SVP of Six Flags. Mr. Six is 80 years old. Oh, my God. (laughs) She's definitively says he's 80 years old. Mm. So there's and that. still that was in 2004. So I guess he's eternally 80 years old. Yeah, I think that's sort of the idea. I don't think he's like 110 now. I didn't do um, math, by the way. So I can't. <laughs> <laughs> it must be 30 years later. Something like that. Yeah, I don't 2004. Know. Um, you know, I think the like the the lookalike contest, the merchandise. I think that's all pretty respectful of Mister Six. Like this is the treatment a theme park character deserves. I have to say to the Wikipedia editors out there, the picture of Mr. Six on Wikipedia is just some jerk in a Halloween costume. <laughs> that is not at all respectful to Mr. Six. Not the official commercial version? No. Hmm. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's just a and it says as such, a Halloween costume based on his likeness. Hmm. I mean it's a pretty, it's a decent Halloween costume, but come on, gang. Huh. Yeah. I, that's, yeah, I don't know why. I, we should email Google about that. I think, um, I, I think I have problems with Halloween costumes, uh, in general. I'm going to send you guys a photo of, of one that's been bugging me since I saw it. Maybe this is getting, getting me back into the, uh, unpleasant Aladar territory i don't know what i'm looking at here this is like a big rubber mask on a on a child it's not little six it's separately a child's halloween costume of mr six Hmm. what do you think though oh yeah i don't like that at all (laughs) all right okay phew (laughs) you know what now that i'm looking at it i have to say that i'm starting to feel that it's horrible (laughs) (laughs) his tongue Uh, like what's wrong with the tongue i don't know yeah the tongue is like pressed it's as if the tongue is coming from his upper gums yeah what frightening the glasses aren't even right uh true and it's 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 oddly it's it is a pretty good mask is the thing it's 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 pretty high quality but but it kind of puts it into that uncanny valley territory yeah, it's yeah. just it's unnerving. It's just unnerving. That's the thing. And I think that's uh, sort of the feeling about this. Let me let me let me sidetrack real quick and we have a couple more things I'm sure to talk about Mr. Six, but I was trying to think of other old man mascots, other famous old care old people characters that promote products. And there are a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And I think I like all of them more than Mr. Six. Okay, should we give you like a yay or nay if we agree? Yes. Uh, Quaker Oats Man. Yay. Nay. Nay. <laughs> What's More than Mr. Six? <laughs> yeah. I got to see him dance first. Uh, Colonel Sanders. Yay. Nay. You don't like any of these? I, 
I feel like there's some gnarly stuff about Colonel Sanders well, out there. Well, okay. yes, of course there's no some. No him, but yeah, yeah the like made-up idea of him. Take away any problematic part of it, just the the friendly, uh, uh, sanitized version of the character. I liked cartoon Colonel Sanders. I'm starting. They're starting to lose me with all these like a million people play. Like, I'm uh, not there, Colonel Sanders. All right. That's okay. Fine. You're just being contrarian, though. Uh, Orville, no. Orville Redenbacher. Foof. I like him, but not CGI him. <laughs> that's fair. Jason? I'm going to say that one's a tie. A tie. Yo, you like them the same. You like them the same. I like him the same as Mr. Six. <laughs> I don't think I've seen the CG version. All right. How about Mr. Whipple, the, fi- the old man who would say don't squeeze my charmin the toilet paper <laughs> hmm i need some uh refreshing guess, on what's up with mr uh mr whipple mr whipple here's a picture of him this is before my time i don't this know no mr sherman time, but i i like the idea of him again there's probably problematic stuff there but just the idea of this old man why is there problematic stuff I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm just getting it out of the way in case there is. <laughs> what? What? Because he's an old an actor from the past. Well, Jason brought it up with Colonel Sanders. And then I was like, Yeah, Jason's probably right. All of these characters probably are in some horrible, born out of some horrible tradition. No, no I but mean, why are you Colonel Sanders? Yeah, the oh, man. Fair, fair, yeah, fair. I, yeah. What did Mister What did Mister Whipple do to anybody? Hey, I don't know what his affiliations were. <laughs> I don't know what Mister Whipple did. I just don't to leap to that he's problematic with zero proof. Is it because I mean, he squeezes things? Yes, he kind of has a he kind of yeah, it kind of has creep vibe. Yeah, <laughs> what if things. what if here's here's a scenario. I didn't watch all the Mr. Whipple commercials. Say there's one where he like grabs a lady's butt. Now I'm saying I like Mr. Whipple. There's going to be a whole controversy with podcast the ride and I don't want that. I, okay, but that's an if. I think you got to leave it as an if. You can't right, assume fair. that Mr. Whipple did anything bad. All right, that's fair. Innocent will... until proven guilty. All right, you're right. You're right. I apologize I... to Mr. Whipple, the Charmin man. <laughs> What's this article you. on Lexus Nexus? Mr. Whipple defends South African regime? <laughs> no, <laughs> I was right. <laughs> I'm seeing uh, right, some so, weird polls that at some point in time, Mr. Whipple was more recognizable to Americans than than Jimmy Carter during <laughs> his presidency. Really? And yet we don't know him at all now. Huh. Interesting. They never. Mm. Yeah, they never recast him, I guess. They never did a new version or did a scary CGI version or had him dance to the Venga Boys. Right. Uh, all oh, right. Miss, Mr. Whipple was repl- for Charmin. He was replaced by the, the toilet bears. <laughs> yes, that's true. He was replaced yeah. by the bears. Yes. I love those bears. Yeah. Love them, yes. Uh, okay. Cinnamon Toast Crunch Bakers, Bob, Quello, and Wendell. Well, Never I knew the names. Them. I'm fond of them. I've always liked them. I was upset when they got rid of all three of them from the box. Um, so yes, I, I like them. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> I, no, one, no one would agree with me on that. that you weren't greeted with, yeah, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah I was smoking man too. I wanted some fist pumping. It's interesting. I, I'm sure uh, if I could hear all the listeners listening to this live, I would hear a, thousand, a few thousand people in silence <laughs> oh. after I made that statement. This one was sad because they got rid of like two of them. 
But then Wendell stuck around for a little while. Yeah, Wendell was still around. The other two were gone. And then I think Wendell is gone now, too. I think they're totally gone. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, all right. Let me uh, just do a couple more here. Uh, the most interesting man in the world. Uh, he's a, it feels like such a different category to me. Yeah, I guess yeah. he is older. But he's an old man. Yeah, yeah. He might be a little, he's not 80, but he's definitely up there. Um, I like him. Wait, so we're, so, and we're still, I forgot we're supposed to be comparing to Mr. Six. Um, yeah. I guess I like him. I don't know. Mm, I wouldn't want to talk about him for two hours, though. Yeah, that's fair. But he's not attached to a theme park. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I do like Mr. Six more than the, the most interesting man in the world. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Jason? Uh, hmm, yeah. I don't know. I might have to go with Mr. Six on this one. Wow. He lo- missed the most interesting man in the world lost to Mr. Six. <laughs> uh, all right. Here's the last one. Uh, a character I was not familiar with. The mascot of Fritos from like the 60s. W.C. Frito. Whoa. I think I've seen this one come up. <laughs> he is basically a ripoff of W.C. Fields, and he promotes Fritos. Greetings, my little chippadies. That's what he says in the picture I just sent. Chippadies. Yes. W. And this C. photo Frito. that you sent of him, I think it's just a stain on an old magazine ad, but it does look like he shit the front of his pants. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is true. It does look like yeah. he has a giant stain there. In uh, which I case, was- I think... Mr. Six for wearing black clothes. So even if he is shitting himself in every single ad or appearance, we're none the wiser. I got to go with Mr. Six on this one. Wow. Mr. Six. I I mean, (laughs) Jason, yes. This one is funny just for like, they stole someone's likeness and probably didn't pay any money. (laughs) That was funny. This was funny for that. And that they were probably like, Oh God, we got to get these scared Americans. They'll never try anything outrageous as, corned chips uh, get them something safe in there let's try and convince them put wc fields in there that'll comfort them this <laughs> is between that and Ch- charlie chiplin oh yeah that was <laughs> yeah charlie chiplin though a lot of problematic stuff in his past oh true yeah so he would not have held up <laughs> Uh, so if, you know, if the listeners are listening and they have you, you have an old man mascot character that you think I've left out here that you think is better than Mr. Six. Please tweet at us. But you think, do you, Mike? I'm sorry. You like all of those more than Mr. Six? I do. Yes. Every single one. Yep. Hmm. So it's not I, insane. I it's not an insane thought. I don't hate Mr. Six. I just he's unpleasant. Yeah. Um. That, what, what do you do? You, if you had to venture a guess, what the listeners think? Do you think the listeners like Mister Six more than they don't? Uh, I think it's split. This one, I think, is split. I was yeah. I was within ten percent of my guess about Baby Aladar. Mm-hmm. So I think it's probably, uh, let's say, forty-five percent like, fifty-five percent dislike. We'll put the poll up. That's my guess. Ooh, maybe I'll lay a guess down. I actually think it's going to be oddly. I think 65% like. I think that's high. Yeah, I, I think this is going to be a divisive one. I think it's going to get pretty close to even. Hmm. But with more people disliking. 
Um, the same PR person who you read a quote from earlier um, had a, another kind of highfalutin quote about him. Um, there are definitely people who are not fans of him, but he has more fans than not. I, well, we'll find out. And at a time when there's all sorts of uncertainty, people like the familiar and the known. Um, so that was said when whatever year that was said, and certainly 2020, as we record this, it could, it could not be a more uncertain time. So how, and everyone's asking, how does Mr. Six hold up in this even more uncertain of times? And we'll find out. I, yeah, Mr. Will. Could you imagine Mr. Six coming, like leading a new promotional push? Six Flags is open. They're all open. But Mr. Six has a mask on. That's what America needs. People get a little lax with the mask usage, you know? It's they, time. We need heroes wearing the mask. Snoopy. They need a trusted person saying yeah. mask is okay. Mask is good. Mask stops the spread. And, and since that can't be the president, who is maybe the only person more divisive than Mr. Six, <laughs> we right. need a leader to show that if you're an elderly man, wearing a mask is a good thing. It's a strong thing to do. Right. The president, of course, said masks are for losers. So that's a hill to climb. We have to get over that. And what better way is to have a much more energetic older man <laughs> show that it's working for him. Masks are working for him. I do think Mr. Six has better favorables than the president. I don't think that's in question. I Should we be right. running him? <laughs> is he maybe more electable than Biden? Couldn't be worse. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a, a very similar candidate, honestly. And also, yeah. I mean, another good thing is that, you know, like here, can somebody who's better, can you ask a question that might be asked of, uh, of Biden in a debate? What, what's a question they would ask Mr. Six in a debate? Oh, that's a good uh, Political or more about theme parks? No, political. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, what do you do to... Uh, uh, what do you do as far as health care to expand coverage to more Americans? Hmm. <laughs> and he's, and he's, he's, he's dancing. He's, he's dancing. Uh, and yeah. everybody, everybody's loving it. The, the polls so Live approval through. ratings. Yeah, it's way, way, way up. Yeah. Trump is angry. Trump's like pounding his fist into his other hand, mm-hmm. hurting his teeth. Uh, Trump, he's furious. He's having a heart attack. He's, he's keeled over. Uh, Trump is being sent to the hospital. That is how thoroughly Mr. Six is beating him in this debate. He tr- Trump tries to dance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, he fell off the see. stage. I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I think that's. <laughs> they good. should have a dance off to the Venga Boys, and that should be what a debate is. It is. Uh, this is what a debate will be in like twenty years. But let's just have it happen sooner. <laughs> Two old men dancing. <laughs> and go see that's one of the things i like about mr six mr six moves like a mr show character he he's like he moves like choo-choo the herky-jerky dancer like if you just let him keep going (laughs) yeah that's true do we like the dances that he does that's a good maybe a good question to ask an hour and 10 in or whatever i do i Uh, do but it's a little too much it's a little too uh it's a little too out. Like if it was on, so you think you could dance? I would. Crit- I think I would critique the dance. I would say, look, you know, you, you're you're obviously a talented dancer, Mr. Six, but you're putting a little. T- it's like a little too comedic for my taste in dancing. I like a little bit more. 
I like a little more sincerity. I like a little more uh, sensuality as if it was a, a video by the group. <laughs> <laughs> I feel Venga 65 boys. or I I feel No, Venga Boys were the sexy one. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I would say. I so I don't dislike the dancing. It's just a little too comedic in nature for me. Too fu- too funny. The problem with funny. Mr. Six is his dances are too funny. They're too funny. I need a little more serious dancing from him. They are funny. They're funny cuz they're random. That's outrageous to see an old man dance that fast. That's true. I get. You want to see him? I get it. You want it to be emotive and moving. You want it to be like he should do. Uh, he and Little Six should put on blonde wigs like Sia and do the very touching chandelier performance. Yes, I want the chandelier performance. <laughs> I, I mean, it, that would. That I would want be there great. to be a lady. I want to swing. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, I want a lady, an older lady six. I want his like wife or girlfriend, and I want them to do the like Magic Mike uh, live dance that I saw in Las Vegas, where there's like water pouring down from the ceiling, and they're sliding around on their knees, and they're like getting into it. It was like a beautiful artistic expression. Why would you want this all of a sudden? This is this is gonna get people to a theme park? No, I'm not. Sa- Look, I'm not saying it's for them. I'm saying that's for me. I'm you want it to be I, you, the person who thinks like a, a robot monkey burping is too body. Suddenly you want a sen- sensual dance with Mr. Ask, Six and a false uh, made up Mrs. Six. It was not a body. dance. The dance was artistic. I'm talking about a specific Magic Mike live Las Vegas show that Lindsay and I saw. It's a specific type of dance. Yes. Is it maybe not for children? Of course. But it's not that body Vanga Boys video with. CGI butts. This is a uh, this is pure human <laughs> expression. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> so now Mr. Six needs to be doing it with his his elderly wife. I don't. <laughs> I don't want him to do the exact same dance. I'm just saying that that's more what I like in dancing. The question was, do we like his dancing? That's all I'm saying. I'm not going to maybe propose that at the next Six Flags board meeting, but. I'm just saying, this is the dancing I prefer. Can you find a video of the dance that you saw? I absolutely and can. We can. somehow uh, superimpose Mr. Six's face onto it, and that will be the judge. Uh, yes, I. Uh, there's a lot. I actually have seen. There's a couple YouTube videos of people that have already done this for other commercials and superimposed Mr. Six's face. Uh, I'm gonna I- find the dance I'm talking about. Jason, I want guys. Mr. Six to dance with the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> like the, um, is that Fred Astaire or Gene Kelly? <laughs> uh, In those commercials, remember? Oh, right, right, right. Uh, yeah. I, I, Fred Astaire, I think, but I could be wrong. Yeah. You wanted him or to mid- be like in every ad, like Ernest. That would be good. I think for the real Mr. Six has a little video with Mr. Six dancing with Danny Teeson, the performer who was under the makeup okay so let's talk about this yes and probably if you're if you're sitting still somewhere you should go look up just type in mr six danny teeson um and to prepare to have your mind blown because misters who was in mr six is it like a weird child or a a secret celebrity or something no it's this like kind of just well-built good-looking british guy 
All right, I'm watching the video of the dance I'm talking about, and it is too sexy for Mr. Six. <laughs> oh, Sick. yeah? You it's think still so? good. It's still a very good dance and very impressive because there's a lot of water going on, but it is like he can't... He can't it's called live sexy water dance. Yeah, I knew it was sexy, but I, it's a little too much for Mr. Six. <laughs> this is going to ruin the makeup, first things first. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. There's too much like clothing removal. There's no way we could do it, Mr. Six. I'm just saying I was impressed with the the technicality of this, the ability of the dancers, because it's like insane. I'm just still confused because your glasses fog when there's there's like a Mae West joke in a show with animatronic (laughs) critters. And now you're telling me you love the sexy water dance. Sexuality, look, it's buried somewhere in this brain. Once in a while, it has to come out. So I guess it came out at the Magic Mike show in Las Vegas during the couples dance in the water. That's all. That's all I can say. It has to but, show up somewhere, and it happens once every. It's like Ponfar with Spock on the on Star Trek. Every seven years, I moved a little bit emerges. I've moved by some sort of sexuality. Yes. Oh, boy. And it just happened um, to coincide with our Las Vegas trip last year when we saw the M&M yeah. show and Magic Mike Live <laughs> and David Copperfield with Blue 32. Whoa, whoa. Wait, that's, that's a vacation weird. you need a vacation from. Yeah. It's confusing that Eiffel 65 did the song Blue and then we're obsessed with Blue 32. Yeah, that is a good point. And then we couldn't figure out if it was Rule 34. <laughs> It's a lot to keep straight in this episode. Rule 32 should be a different Blue 32-based search. Oh, no. Okay, yes. If if uh, that rule is if David Copperfield has an animatronic alien in a show, there has to be porn of it. Yes. Then every, every, every artist and listener to the show needs to make porn of it. Yeah. Blue 32 wears a mask. We've seen Blue 32 in a mask, so... Oh, they did do that. Yes, he did put yeah. a mask on him on Instagram or something. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. Huh. Um, I, huh. we, Danny Teeson, just to, just to say yeah. it. Um, it's I don't know what else to say about this. It's just bizarre. Um, I, uh, hmm, I don't know. He's uh, maybe I have no thoughts about this. Uh, yeah, <laughs> well, it's interesting, I guess. But then yeah, that's kind of the end of that fact. All right, so it's a guy. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. On, on IMDb, I'm seeing that he is Judd Apatow's best film yet. Oh, no, sorry. That's just one of three King of Staten Island ads. Um, let's see. No, he just works a lot. Hey, good yeah, for him. Great. Yes, yeah. he works. We worked with um, Kylie Minogue and uh, uh, Tom Jones. I hope I hope for his sake this character comes back so we can get more money, so we can get some more paydays here from the Six Flags Corporation. But yeah, how did, how did I, this... Oh, sorry, no, good. I think he just got cast. I he talked about. I saw like a quote from him that he was like, "Yeah, it was like a secret identity for a little, no one knew I was doing it." Like, and yeah, people thought it was a kid or an old person or what. Maybe the maybe they should expand the six universe and have like a, a lot of different sixes, the whole family, like a whole like ten person six family, and then we could get in the mix for auditioning for these. That's really where I'm going with this. Um, I, could be, I could be his son. I could be his adult son. Well, where does that leave me and Jason? You could be his other adult son. <laughs> <He has> three? <laughs> He's he got three. Three. <laughs> three sons each. 
<laughs> he was one single dad with three sons. Uh, so we're all his sons. We'll all be his sons. Uh, and then we have each, we each have three children. But do we all look like Mr. Sorry? Do we all yes. look like old bald men? We do, but we look like there's like slightly less wrinkles. Okay. So, and maybe we have hair. Maybe it's sort of the same face, little less wrinkles, and we have uh, varying amounts of hair. And do we get to leave before he does a sexy dance with our mom? <laughs> no, we have to stand around and watch. And support her. And cheer. The dance is just the usual dance. <laughs> but it's in, wa- it's in water and they still take their clothes off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's, yeah, that's all part of it. Uh, but it's a giant family. It's a Brady Bunch sized family. Uh, dog. Oh yeah, uh, doggy six. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, mostly hairless. <laughs> right, Chihuahua. Wrinkly. Yeah, just as wrinkly as Mister Six. Yeah, yeah. Same big glasses. Mm-hmm. Bow tie. Yep. Doggy six. Doggy six. Michael <laughs> six. Jason six. Scott six. Great. <laughs> fan fan art please fan art please um so uh now do we should we talk about that he went away and why he went away yeah yes. yeah we should do that um i okay so he's with 2004 to what 2005 this wasn't that long actually all told but he right. it seems like within like an 18 month span he blew up so big. Uh, like, like they are using him. I don't know if he blew up with the audience, but uh, they're using him a lot. He is he is completely the face. I remember seeing him on, uh, they must have used him on Coke cans and stuff, right? With tie-ins. You definitely would see Mr. Six outside of Six Flags. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think for sure he was everywhere. Yeah. He's on Good Morning America, I think. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like as a sit-down guest or did he just do a dance? I'm sure he just did the dance. Maybe he um, taught them the dance. Yeah, because he wasn't talking back then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, but I guess as we've said, he was always rather divisive. And um, and then there was a change in management at Six Flags, which uh, started the, the domino effect of him going away. Uh, uh, there was a, a guy uh, came onto the board of Six Flags named Daniel Snyder. Uh, Daniel Snyder to this day is the owner of the Washington Redskins and one of the worst people in America. (laughs) um, That's uh, that. That's that's about right. Yes. Uh, He he's he took over. uh, He he got on the board. He got like a 15 percent share and then started fighting with the rest of the board, um, you know, criticizing them for all manner of things and eventually essentially led a coup that put him and another guy named Mark Shapiro in charge of Six Flags. So he, he on November uh, 29th, 2005, took over as the, the, the full owner of the Six Flags Parks. The next day, the very first thing he did was retire the Mr. Six campaign. Because uh, if there's anyone who knows exactly when to retire a divisive mascot, it's the <laughs> owner of the Washington Redskins. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he couldn't wait. I, we have to do. He called the campaign pointless. He went away. The it's playtime motto went away, uh, and they and they uh, replaced it with a much catchier, friendly, clean, fast, safe service. 
You kept thinking it was going to be done. It wasn't done. That's too many words. That's through five. <laughs> yeah, that, that doesn't. It's dog shit. Like that ad campaign is just all. It's nothing. Like that's terrible. Yeah, yeah. Um, now to Jason's point, one of the worst people in America, Jason, and I don't know, or if either of you, I don't know if you guys looked further into Daniel Snyder, but. Uh, if, uh, if, if, if you did throw in anything else you learned, but I uh, otherwise just uh, sit back and prepare for me to pummel you with evil. Oh, all, no. right, all right, hit us, hit us. <laughs> um, this guy. Uh, okay, so just, you know, outside of the, of the Six Flags thing, uh, uh, owner of the Washington Redskins steadfastly refuses to change the name. We cannot. He said a couple of years ago, put it in all caps. I want you to put it in all caps. We will never get rid of the name. He would not sign Colin Kaepernick, even though they needed is Kaepernick a quarterback. I don't know. They needed a, they needed somebody good. Uh, he was available, and uh, they wouldn't sign him. Uh, he owns a yacht with an IMAX theater, not just a movie theater, oh but God. an IMAX theater. Um, he gave one point one million dollars, not just to Donald Trump, but to specifically Trump's inauguration. <laughs> Make make sure it's to the inauguration. Um, So I hope Three Doors Down was worth 1.1 million of your personal (laughs) dollars. Um, uh, When the recession hit in 2008-2009, he oversaw a campaign to sue season ticket holders who were unable to pay for their season tickets, including a 75-year-old grandma. So right there, he hates old people. That's what he hates. Mr. Six, he sues Redskins fans who are elderly. Uh, the bad guy. Um, he, uh, okay. There was this weird story where, um, he had a house, uh, with a slight view of the Potomac river in Washington, but he wanted a better view. So he worked with a crooked national park service official to cut down 130 trees to improve his river view. Oh my oh God. God. <laughs> yes. I think if you're any listener who knows the Redskins or who follows football probably knows about this guy and what a mega shit piece of shit he is, but it's all new to me. That official who he worked with stepped down from the national park service in 2015, he retired, but was brought back all of a sudden to run our national parks by President oh Donald God. J. Trump. Oh, <laughs> wow. The web of evil that this enemy of Mr. Six is tangled up in is amazing. And let me add one more to it. As I said, his day two of owning Six Legs, the first, the first thing he does, get rid of Mr. Six. We got to get rid of Mr. Six. Two weeks later... He decides to bring a buddy of his onto the board of directors of Six Flags. His old pal, Harvey Weinstein. Oh, my God. God. (laughs) With the justification that why by partnering with a Hollywood titan like Harvey, now we can, uh, instead of, you know, Mr. Six and the coasters, all we're doing is appealing to teenagers. We need to get families into the park. So now we can bring in uh, uh, kids with kid-friendly characters, like from Weinstein's film, Hoodwinked. <laughs> <laughs> this is a real thing from an article. Oh he thought, we're gonna, we, have to, we have to give money to Harvey Weinstein for nothing so that we can license the all-important Hoodwinked characters. Wow. Wow. Can I've you guys pum- tell me... pummeled. Yeah, well, and, and, well, and sadly, it's, it's not even quite done. But just <laughs> before that, can you guys name... 
any fact about hoodwinked any anything this was in 2005 15 years down the line can you say anything about hoodwinks i cannot uh, okay i think uh with the presence of hood it's a like little red riding hood riff but it's right after shrek so it's all the characters probably talking about how something is not even a thing we're doing things that are funny because they're random is that right but there's other fairy tale people yeah 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 you know that yes a deconstruction is little red riding hood i don't know about the pop culture reference of it all but i i did look up that there is a a bear police officer played by exhibit Hmm, I do like that. I like the sound of that. <laughs> yeah, I kind of do too. Yeah, <laughs> just wish you could uh, put in a better movie. Um, but there uh, are not. Oh, I was thinking. I was like, aren't there gnomes who fall in love? And I'm realizing that is Nomeo and Juliet. Correct. Th- correct. Uh, when I was uh, explaining all this to Aaron, I asked her the same question. Can you tell me anything about Hoodwinked? And she was like. Um, is it the one like with mooses? And I said, no, that's open season. Uh, okay. Is it the one with like animals who are in the, the trash, but they want to be in a nice house? And I said, no, that's over the hedge. <laughs> it is. This is, I, <laughs> it's pretty impossible to tell any of these apart. Wow. Yeah, I know. I had no, I didn't, I could no. I not a single guess. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, the, 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 I mean, literally there's been full articles, like here's the 16 shittiest things Dan Snyder has done while owning things. Uh, one of the crazier ones while he owns six flags is that he did a tie in with some mattress company so that, so for a little while, uh, six flags, great escape in New York was selling mattresses in the theme park. What? <laughs> because of some deal he made he did the same thing with the redskins like buy the official redskins mattress and fans are walking by stores in the stadium like why are there mattresses here and then it happened in six flags too and the mattresses would cost thirteen hundred dollars oh my god who would why would you be in a theme park just i mean i guess i know they'll deliver it to you but what would ever make you think yeah i better buy a, a mattress especially if it says six flags really big on it or well i guess not this is where he fucked up because he got rid of mr six and if it just had mr six's face really big everyone would buy it well now yeah that i would buy in a heartbeat this guy is gonna have to inhabit the sector keeper and we're gonna have to fight him isn't like that seems like (laughs) he is completely going in league with those people i know yeah we had fights with people who once we 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 decided that they were villains and then we looked into them and it turned out they were like fine yeah (laughs) meanwhile leaving daniel snyder uh daniel snyder who by the way is not daniel schneider the nickelodeon producer who's perhaps an even more evil person than daniel snyder yeah just do a quick quick google on that Um, one of them should be just locked up on general principle and the other should be locked up for everything they did (laughs) allegedly (laughs) sure if you you want just google yeah um okay so (laughs) sorry and then we'll i'll i'll make this part quick um i'm reading about all this all this just to say this is the kind of person who opposes 
Mr. Six. And, and if, if I at one point in my life was someone who opposed Mr. Six, do I want to be on the side of this motherfucker? This guy who's like destroying a forest to have a nicer view and hanging out with Trump and Weinstein. Uh, um, a bunch of bullshit. He's also just continues to i think everyone's unhappy with his ownership of the redskins and he absolutely bungled six flags he only owned it for four years in which time that was enough time for them to get to chapter 11 um somehow bill gates was an investor in all this and he personally lost 122 million (laughs) dollars because of daniel snyder who lost his entire investment it was all blown so he fucked up um and then I'm reading an article like he got kicked out, as did the guy he installed as president, Mark Shapiro. I thought I was done with the evil pummeling. Mark Shapiro, oh, no. is, who was for this amount of time, was the president of Six Flags, um, who, first of all, before I read you all this, here's what he thinks of Mr. Six. Um, well, we have to meet with the ad camp, the ad company and evaluate where we are. Um, the thing is, I don't know what Mr. Six stands for. How does he represent the company? What does he signify for our guests? He's not selling an experience. He's a gimmick. And I don't think a gimmick is the right way to sell Six Flags. So fighting words. Now, let me tell you, this guy is currently the president of Endeavor. And if you pay attention to any Hollywood stuff, you'll know that Endeavor is the one of the big four agencies that is careening towards bankruptcy. <laughs> They're yes. like absolutely fucked. He did cut his salary in half to help everybody. So now he only makes $1.5 million a year. Um, <laughs> and then from one of his jobs, the others being he's on the board of Live Nation, Papa John's Uh and a company called Equity Residential, which is the top contributor to a pack that right now, as we speak at the height of the COVID crisis, is fighting housing affordability. They gave (laughs) so he's on the board of a company that gave three million dollars in rent money to fight rent being more affordable. (laughs) Um, (laughs) One more. Um, you remember when Papa John said there was a day of reckoning coming when he gave yes. that weird sweaty interview yes. and said there will be yeah. a day of reckoning. It's all going to come out in that very same interview. He said Mark Shapiro is a sex creep and should be in jail. What? <laughs> Papa, he this the people who don't like Mr. Six are so bad that Papa John thinks they're pieces of shit. Is this the weirdest episode we've ever done? (laughs) (laughs) We might have just, between all of the, we all just live watched Digital Butts in a Venga Boys video. And now I'm learning about Papa John's enemies. (laughs) I truly feel crazy right now. (laughs) Yeah. No, exactly what you mean. Having read all of it, I am exhausted. So just let me. Let me just add up a couple of bullet points. Uh, if the people who we the very first thing we must do is get rid of Mr. Six. These are people that are good friends of Trump and Weinstein. They've they're so creepy. They've made enemies of Papa John. Uh, they're currently on the wrong side of like the uh, of housing affordability and this racist mascot. Thing. They're like current villains who ran six legs into the ground and yet are still like running the world these people are absolute pieces of shit and to stand against mr six is to stand with them i stand with mr six (laughs) well now it's a political statement to like mr six and we have to stand up and say we love mr six there's no other way there's no other way to be there's you're you're with him or you're against him Uh, mr six laying low right now but I believe will emerge 
one day soon to remind us that it's not only playtime, but more flags equals more fun and potentially also more rampant corruption. But, I mean, who do you think fed all these leads to the press? Maybe someone close? Maybe an older, respectable man? Well-dressed man? <laughs> uh, mm, you're saying he was a deep throat. I'm saying Mr. Six may, may be the mole. Maybe, may like taking it down from the inside wow damn damn yeah these bastards came in fired him he didn't he didn't just dance away he fought Maybe. for his livelihood and he won they left the cut this if this was an old west movie they fucking got out of dodge and who's the last man standing mr six was mr six maybe he was communicating these messages through the dancing <laughs> Whoa, if we had looked into it and realized it wasn't just dumb, he was conveying something. And not just that, like, if you let these people leave Six Flags and go on to run the world and be in charge of your rent, they're going to fuck you apart. Yeah. <laughs> he knew. He knew in 2007. Wow. Man. This is, yeah, this is the weirdest episode we've ever done. <laughs> I will declare Who that. knew, yeah, that Mr. Six would lead to all kinds of, like, current... Corruption stuff. I think, you know, Mr. Six, I will say, is conspicuously absent. And I hope, like Dave Chappelle, he will reemerge. He's probably sitting and thinking about what, what can he say. He's probably, like, he's biding his time. But I know I know he'll be around. We'll hear his comment on everything. Yes. I mean, it'll be, uh, it'll be, he's probably thinking of what dance to do. What he's dance will heal this nation? Yeah. So... I yes a hero a hero will rise I think, um, I think that like Six Flags obviously owns a character Six Flags probably owns Marvel McFay I think maybe you could do an all stars of Six Flags characters uh, Marvel McFay Mister Six Mrs Taz all the characters <laughs> the, yeah. the Jim Carrey Riddler an Avengers must rise yeah don't forget Little Six Little Six of course. Uh, and then the, I'm trying to think of any of the original characters from their fear, uh, their fear fest that I can't think of. Oh, well, uh, one of those characters, too. And we, and they'll all be backed up by an army of uh, uh, poorly paid teens. Yeah. And then, and that's that's who you want on your back. Poorly paid teens saving your back. Yeah. They got nothing to lose. They're nothing all hopped, they're lose. all hopped up on vape juice. And yeah. Fog juice. Fog juice. Fog juice. Fog yes. juice. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Anyways, um, it's uh, so I, I just I feel back to your corner. I have I have to like him. I'm pro him. And not only for all those reasons, but I, I, I also realized something. I think I might have seen him the first time. And like I say, you know, uh, I thought I thought it was weird. I thought it was weird. He's, he's weird in a bad way or random in a way that I don't like. But you know what? You know what he is, is he's not. He's not IP. He's not, you know, he's original IP. He's original Six Flags IP. And he is a little weird and a little divisive. And uh, as soon as these corporate fat cats came in, they didn't understand him. You know, we, we don't want him. We need the guys. We need something we can trust, like the characters from Hoodwinked. We need mm. something that makes sense on a spreadsheet. And Mr. Six doesn't make sense on a spreadsheet. He's, uh, it, 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 he doesn't make any sense at all. And that's why you have to support him. I think supporting Mr. Six, whether or not you like him, is to support the cause of keeping theme parks weird. Right. Right. I agree. I think you're right. I think I think we could put that uh, put the uh, 
Star Spangled Banner under that as you were saying it. That was such a beautiful statement, Scott. I think that's sure. a good point because we all we all uh, bemoan the lack of original IP and weirdness in the parks. Everything now has to be a big movie, you know. And it is nice that this bizarre, random old man who's not really connected to anything is related to Six Flags. It would be nice to see him in the park still because you'd go, well, I only get to see this old man here. This is a special place. This is a special character that I only can experience in one of these wonderful Six Flags parks. Like Figment and Dreamfinder. That's right. I certainly like Figment and Dreamfinder more, but it is the same syndrome we're talking about. It's, it's characters you can only meet if you go to this specific place or like 19 yeah. specific places. Maybe he's not there. I don't know. Yes. Might just so, be in the ads. Uh, look, I like him now. I absolutely right. like him now. Very good. Yeah. I just want, yeah, let's, let's, let's expand it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Six Flags reopens at some point. We want to see him there. We want to see him in a mask because he's a, he's a role model and uh, he, can, he can lead the way. Um, but what else? How can we expand his role? Um, do we give him more rides? Um, does he appear in the Justice League ride? Does he join the Justice League? I love that. That's great. I think that absolutely should happen. Um, I think, you know, what you could do is you could sell a mask that's even more, like, that has more coverage that is just a rubber latex Mr. Six head that has sort of the same kind of masking properties in the nose and mouth area. So you have just everyone walking around with Mr. Six faces on. Whoa. So, you know, the theme parks are coming back and they're going to require masks. You can't enter without a mask at six flags nationwide. If you can't enter without a Mr. Six mask. Yes, you have to. Yeah. You have to wear (laughs) Mr. Six on your face. (laughs) So it's just a bunch of sixes walking around. It'll be like agent Smith in the matrix. (laughs) I guess you'd have to wear the suit too, to really make it look like that. But Maybe that's also part of it. You have to wear a uh, hazmat suit that looks like a black tuxedo with a red bow tie. <laughs> Which I'd like sixes. to... I've put it out there that I want to go to Six Flags opening day in a hazmat suit. If some sort of um, publication will pay for all of it, I will cover it. But now I'd like to amend that to I'd like you to pay for a tuxedo and a latex <laughs> mask of Mr. Six that I can wear. Yeah. But it has that has to be... Um, virus compliant. Yes, it has to have inside the latex mask has to have one of the what is it the N95? What is that? Is that the name of the mask? Yes, the, like the the hospital mask. Yeah, it's R- R34. I think you need an R34 mask. <laughs> okay, yeah. I need an okay. iPhone 65 mask. <laughs> Those are all good masks. <laughs> Just uh, take your pick, but you'll choose. Uh... Yeah. Um, I, that's, that's great. Um, you know, there's a powerful moment. I think about a lot at the end of the film volcano Mm. where, um, ash has fallen on everyone in the, uh, Beverly center area, uh, where the volcano was erupting. And, um, a, a little girl is asked, can you, do you see your daddy somewhere? And, uh, and she says, I don't know who's who everyone looks the same <laughs> and it cuts around to everyone covered in ash 
in, in, which should be a destructive act, but it's reminding everyone that we're all human and that, that, that it's, it's on every, we're all in this together, it transcends the racial lines, age, everything. Um, and I think the same thing would happen in this reopened Six Flags where everyone's in a Mr. Six mask. Yeah. A little kid would say, we're all the same. <laughs> We're all scary. We're all the same. <laughs> we're all a little, a little creepy. We're all a little um, uncanny valley, a bit. But it's but metaphorically beautiful, though. Yeah. Mister Six offered me the chance to buy a plastic soda cup I can refill all season long. <laughs> Mister Six offered me that if I buy a churro for a dollar fifty, I'll get to stay in the park for six extra hours. <laughs> That's the real, it's a real deal. Yeah. <laughs> the I, coffin challenge is different this year. Mr. Six is in there with you. <laughs> <laughs> Doing a very sensual dance. <laughs> <laughs> it's raining on you in the coffin now. There's water being poured into the coffin as you dance with Mr. Six. Um, oh. Well, it's in question whether any of us could survive the mr six coffin challenge but i will say that we've survived podcast the ride um i think that's i think that's beautiful this is the future um i'll co i'll co-opt the thing that people say in a mean way on twitter this is the future liberals want but i mean it yeah, yeah. i want the future oh, this is the future the left wants is a is a six flags where everyone's in a mr six mask yeah <laughs> in coffins I, I think, yeah, I think this is going to take off. This is going to get past the podcast. This is going to be so popular, people won't even know it comes from our podcast. Oh, yeah. Where did that idea originate? Man, right. I don't know. I They say from three geniuses who didn't even want credit. <laughs> so selfless were they. Place. It's like in music videos where, like, music is outlawed, but then the people rise up. <laughs> And they'll find like a very old Jason Sheridan and ask like, is it true? Was all, is, is it true that you and two other men created this thing that made the world a utopia? And Jason will go, it's true. All of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, beautiful stuff uh, for more very beautiful stuff. And I'm sure a lot of great photos of Mr. Six Halloween masks and different variants and creepy cgi uh, sexualized music videos and magic mic dance this will all be available to you on our twitter on our facebook or our instagram and uh there's always three bonus episodes every month uh, over at podcast the ride uh, the second gate at patreon.com slash podcast the ride yeah and then rate and review us also on apple podcasts because i always forget to say that oh and you you know right as you said that i saw something in my notes one thing that I missed, um, you know, you say rate us. This is, you know, we like to tell people to do specific things at the iTunes. When Mr. Six was brought back post the grim period of the most horrible men in America owning the parks, uh, he was in charge of the phonometer. He would yeah, rate yeah, yeah, yeah. how oh, yeah. many flags different things were somebody said he's our he's our raider he's mr six is the raider that was the new way they they thought to use him uh for example uh throwing a baseball at your dad's crotch two flags this is in an ad i guess uh riding a six flags roller coaster six flags more flags right. more fun yes um, that's right more flags equals more fun should so we, should we adopt that 
Um, just uh, yeah. I mean, the problem is that we're stuck in this authoritarian iTunes review system where it's five stars and we can't customize it just for our reviews to make it six flags. Yeah, right. But you could write six flags. You could say in the review written part, it's, it's actually six flags that they get. Yes. Um, so if you if you want to rate and review us, then say something, make it a question, like something you like about the show um listening to listening to three guys talk about a creepy old man for uh an hour and a half six flags more flags more fun (laughs) or whatever fill in the blank of what you like uh, about the show right Mm -hmm. yeah anything you like yeah um Um, but more venga boys talk please (laughs) i'm sure that's going to be high on the list of wants (laughs) <laughs> um, the promise of more venga boys talk six flags <laughs> which will make no sense to anyone no one's gonna read any of these and want to listen to the podcast but whatever so we were flooding it with nonsense is what we want and if you think this is the weirdest episode uh, let us know if it's six weird flags <laughs> that's a scale of weirdness how in there yeah rated and what the amount of weird flags this episode is sure well, we got our plan. You've got your marching orders. And uh, while we should be wrapping it up, I did miss one thing, and I, I kind of can't help but uh, uh, throw this on because when we talked about doing this episode, uh, part of it came from uh, the discovery that there was a different version of the Venga Boys song uh, that had a little bit of uh, crossover with our friend Bug Main. Uh, so, I, so here to play us out is a from a, a Kids WB ad. Uh, a, a, a customized version of the Venga Boys song uh, that in this case is called We Wike De Putty. Uh, play us out, Tweety. We like the buddy. We like, we like the buddy. We like the buddy. My Dwanny calls me Tweety because I am a sweetie. And Dwanny has a buddy. And I say goody, goody. Everybody. We like the buddy. We like, we like the booty. We, we like, like the booty. I like the tweety. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced Dog. by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.